With each step I take forward, it puts more and more space in between us, and that's terrifying and heartbreaking. Every other step forward, I have to pause there for a beat to let the emotions come, to process the feeling of moving farther away from you and the life I wanted. But what it comes down to, my love, is that he chose to no longer be with you, and you cannot change that or control that. What you do have control of is if you are going to stay stuck in the past, trying to relive those moments you don't want to let go of, or if you're going to move forward step by step to keep living the beautiful life that lies ahead. I am going to apologize right away if you can hear any background noise because I was unable to get to a studio this week. And so I am recording this from my apartment and there is definitely some background noise happening, but I do think that you're actually going to really like today's episode. We are going to talk about taking your power back. I'm going to be focusing more specifically on taking your power back after a breakup, but I'm sure that these things can be applied to other areas as well. If you maybe have lost a job or you have gone through something else similar to that, where maybe you're feeling a little powerless or helpless or like you don't have control. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And before I jump into it, let me just set the setting for you here. So I am sitting on my couch in my home and I have a cup of green tea and I am looking out my balcony doors to the very pretty fall leaves and the, yeah, the trees covered in red and orange and yellow leaves and it's just so pretty Fall is definitely my favorite time of year, and that probably makes me sound basic, but how can it not be your favorite time of year? It's beautiful, like, and the air is so fresh and crisp. It's just so beautiful. This week, so I I met up with, like, some people that most of them I didn't know. I went with three other girls to the museum for their fall launch party and one of the girls I had met last year she hosted a Halloween party at her house and I went to that but that's the last time I saw her and the other girls I had just met that night and let me tell you it was such a great night we had so much fun and it was like instant friends. (laughs) I'm so happy that I went and that I met them. Um, I ended up seeing them again on Saturday night because the same girl that hosted the Halloween party last year, she held another one this year. And so I stopped by and got to see them again on Saturday night, which was so nice and just, yeah, so much fun. Other than that, I don't think I have too many updates. So that was Thursday night, Saturday night, had the Halloween parties, uh, which was fun. 
got to dress up. I enjoy Halloween for the dressing up aspect. It's, I don't know, like it's just one night a year that you get to dress up as something fun. And I really enjoy that. So had a good time with that as well. And then yesterday, Sunday, I got to spend some time with my family, which was really nice. Um, very needed. So it's been a really great weekend. And today that I'm recording this, it's now Monday, the day before Halloween, October 30th. You won't be hearing this though until Tuesday, November 7th. But I'm a little bit behind this week. Normally I would have recorded this on Saturday and I just had too many things happening this weekend. I did not have a chance to do it. So back to what I was saying before, I am recording this at home because I was not able to get to the studio. So I really hope that the audio quality on this is okay. (laughs) But let's jump right into it. So like I said, we're going to talk about taking your power back. And it sounds great. (laughs) But what exactly does that mean? This has been the question that I have been asking. I've been seeing things being like, take your power back. And I'm like, but what, what does that look like? What does that even mean? What it means is that you're bringing your energy back to you. Instead of replaying things in your mind, ruminating on what happened on your ex and what he might be doing now, or living in a perpetual state of anger or blaming, instead of all of that, you are shifting that energy back to yourself. What do you need right now? What would make you feel good today? What is one thing you can do today to be 1% better than yesterday? What do you want your future to look like? What steps can you take to start moving toward that? It's not about invalidating what happened. It's about focusing on what you have control of and moving forward with your life. It's so easy to stay stuck if you are not really focusing on yourself, your wellness, mental wellness, on your emotions, how you're feeling, and on the new future. Like the future that you had planned is no longer there. So you need to create a new picture for that future. And once you have that new picture, you need to start working towards that. If I'm being totally honest with you, I don't really know what that picture looks like for me. I have some pieces of it, but I don't have a full picture of what that future is supposed to look like. And... I think that that's okay. The pieces that I do know, I'm working towards those. But the key here is that when you're taking back your power, you're just shifting that energy from that other person back to yourself. You have to be ready to actually do this. You have to be ready 
to take your power back. Don't rush yourself or your healing process. I think that's super important to give yourself the time that you need. What you would have heard at the beginning of the episode, it's very much a two steps forward, one step back kind of situation. Maybe not even one step back, but a pause. It seems like every two steps that I take forward, I have to sit there for a minute and just let those emotions come because like you would have heard at the beginning, it actually is really, it's hard and it's emotional to move forward with your life without the person that you thought that you were going to be moving forward with. That's okay. That's normal. Give yourself those pauses that you need. Give yourself those moments that you need to feel that sadness or anger that you have. And then you keep moving forward. The key is that you don't want to stay in that energy. You don't want to stay in the sadness. You don't want to stay in the anger. Don't rush yourself or your healing process. There is nothing to be ashamed of in allowing yourself the time to grieve and heal. Whether your relationship was five years, one year, a few months, that doesn't matter. That the amount of time does not signify the kind of bond connection that you had with this person. You could fall deeply in love in a few months and be shattered from a breakup. The amount of time does not matter how long you were with this person. So there's nothing to be ashamed of in allowing yourself the time to grieve and heal. You're honoring yourself by being compassionate. You need that time to grieve and heal before you can actually take your power back and keep moving with your life. But when you do feel ready to take your power back, you can start here with the actions I'm going to share today. The first and biggest thing we need to work on is our mindset. You do not need to implement all of these things or start them all at the same time, but I'm going to list a few of them here for you. You can either choose the ones that resonate with you the most, that you feel like would be the most helpful to you. You could try all of them. I strongly recommend trying all of them. (laughs) I did, I have four points that I'm going to mention to you and I did three of them regularly. The fourth one, the fourth one was a really hard one. We'll get to there. But the very first one that I have for you is one of the biggest things that helped me to process my breakup is a podcast by Amy Chan called Breakup Bootcamp. 
and each episode is dedicated to a different stage of the breakup. And she shares the science behind what is happening in your head and your heart. And then she also offers tools to help you through that stage. Like, I don't think that I could overstate how much it helped me. It became this wonderful, beautiful routine that I would finish work and I would throw on my headphones and I'd put on my shoes, my my sneakers, and I would go out on a nice long walk and listen to the Breakup Bootcamp podcast episodes. And it became the moment that I looked forward to the most in my day, actually. And the tools that she offers you in those episodes are very helpful. If you go to the more like this tab on my podcast page on Spotify, I have the show linked there for you just so you can easily access it. So the next one is a tool that I actually got from the Breakup Bootcamp podcast and it's flow journaling. I mentioned this in the ghosting episode, but you set a timer for 10 minutes and you start with a prompt, I feel, and just let it pour out of you. And what she explained on her podcast is that this is so helpful because when that comes up again in your mind, like whatever you've written out that day, that feeling you've written out today, the, the thoughts you were having, whenever those come up again in your mind, your brain will be like, oh, I already dealt with this. And like move on from it quicker. The third thing that I have is gratitude journaling. This is honestly just a game changer in life in general. It does not have to be only dealing with a breakup. Gratitude journaling, what it does, it actually primes your mind to look for the good things in life rather than focus so heavily on the bad. Every morning, when you choose your three items to write out that you're grateful for, that then sets your brain up throughout the day to be like, oh, this was a good thing. Like For myself, I know when I'm going through my day, I'm like, oh, I can write this down in my gratitude journal tomorrow. So it just like helps you really notice or pay more attention to the good things. And when you're focusing more on the positive things in life, then you're going to also have more of those things coming to you because it's going to raise your vibrations. And even if you don't believe in that part of it, at the very least, it's going to make you feel better in your day-to-day because you're focusing on the positive instead of the negative. So this fourth tool that I have for you that I briefly alluded to at the beginning was so meditation. Regular meditations will still be helpful, but if you are truly ready to take your power back, then you can use what is called a cord cutting meditation. So when a relationship ends, there is still an energetic cord between you and that person. And a cord cutting meditation 
is where you visualize cutting that energetic cord that connects you. This is the one that I was saying, I tried it. (laughs) I did try. I Maybe I tried too early, but I couldn't go through with it. I couldn't finish the meditation. It is very powerful. I mean, there's nothing wrong like with what I did. There's nothing wrong with trying. And if you can't visualize that, that's okay. You can always keep coming back to it. Or you can just practice the other three tools. And when you're feeling like you're in a stronger, better place, then you can come back to the cord cutting meditation when you really feel like it, like you're ready for it. But I did want to mention it because it is extremely powerful. You are basically cutting off the energy going to that other person that connects you with that other person. To find these meditations, I use an app called Insight Timer for all of my meditations. It's a free app. They have tons of meditations. They do offer a subscription, which is not at all required. The subscription is nice. I did have it for a little while. It gives you access to some of their courses, like they'll have 10-day courses or challenges, and you would have access to those with the Plus membership. But even without that, you have access to thousands of free meditations on any like topic or area that you can imagine. They have tons. If you don't want to download the app Insight Timer, then I did do a quick Google search and it came up with the meditations as well. So if you just search cord cutting meditation in YouTube, then you'll be able to find one. All right, now it is time to revisit our boundaries. So we have worked on our mindset taken the energy back, like we've brought our energy back to us. And so now we're going to revisit our boundaries. When a relationship ends, it's pretty common that boundaries have been crossed either during the relationship and that prompted the ending or maybe during the the breakup process. So now is the time to revisit your boundaries and see what is working for you and what isn't. What behaviors are you no longer willing to accept from people? Relationships, even the ones that are not great, they help us to learn things. And sometimes even the ones that aren't great help us learn things more so. But when you walk away from a relationship, like breakups are always hard, but there is usually at least one lesson that you can take away from that past relationship, from the breakup, and hopefully you are learning more and more about the things that you want going forward. Maybe there were things before that you thought were 
like deal breakers for you. And in this relationship, you were like, actually, you know what? No, it doesn't really matter to me that much or vice versa. Maybe something wasn't a deal breaker for you before. And then you dealt with that a lot in this relationship and it has now become a deal breaker. Like, no, actually, I'm not going to date somebody again who has this or does this. So it's just a great time now to revisit your boundaries and what you want out of your life. Like I had mentioned previously, you're really wanting to look at like what that future looks like now. And if you can't really see the relationship part of it, like if I'm being completely honest, I can't really picture what a relationship for me is going to look like going forward. I know that if I do meet somebody new, I want a very loving relationship, which is definitely what I just came out of. And he helped me so much to um, honestly raise my standards and to show me like what a good relationship could actually feel like and what it was like to be treated really well and to be loved so deeply. And so those are like gifts that he gave me during that relationship that I can now take forward into, into my future. And if there is another relationship coming to me, then, you know, I know that those are things that I would want So it's just, it's a perfect time to look over what it is that you are wanting in the future. Now, I also want to add here that boundaries are important, but that we don't let them interfere with our openness. Boundaries show the people in your life how to treat you, whereas walls keep people out. You want to keep an open heart through this, really through your whole life, and trust that life is unfolding as it should, and that you are being directed to something even better than you can imagine. Okay, now that we have our mindset in a stronger, healthier place, and we know what we will and will not accept, we need a goal to work towards. You don't need to choose something big, but basically we're looking for something that we can direct our attention to that will give us a feeling of fulfillment and accomplishment. When a relationship ends, there are so many heavy feelings that come with it, like rejection or not feeling good enough or feeling unlovable. Like I could go on. But when we set ourselves a goal, it gives us something to focus on and helps build your confidence and self-esteem back up. So an exercise goal would be perfect for this because moving your body is so important, not only for your physical health, but also your mental and emotional health as well. So just as an example, my first goal, I called it my first step goal because it was basically just a mini goal, like something very, very small that 
I knew I could easily accomplish, but that would also, it would challenge me a little bit, push me a little bit, and it would help me as well. So my first step goal or my mini goal was simply that I was going to leave the house every day. So I work from home and when I'm feeling low, it can be really easy to not get outside for days at a time. I knew that I needed to just get out of my apartment, be around other people, even if it was just strangers at the mall or a coffee shop, and also just like get some fresh air. And it seems so incredibly small, but the feeling of pride and accomplishment that I had at the end of that week helped push me into the next goal, which was to go for a walk outdoors every day for at least 30 minutes. And now I'm at the point after all of these like mini goals compiling and like adding on to each other. Now I'm at the point where I'm walking outdoors almost every single day for about an hour each time. I am working on the podcast again. I'm making sure that I have at least one social event each week and I'm pushing myself to meet new people. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, I made three new friends this week. Like how cool is that? Like that's been really awesome. So when you're considering a goal, I want you to take into consideration where you are in your journey. You may not need to start as small as I did, but if you do, that is totally okay and you're not alone. If you're feeling a little stuck to think of a goal, is there anything you wanted to do or try when you were in your relationship that you kept putting off because you felt like you didn't have time or maybe that your partner would judge you or not understand, like those would be a perfect thing to start now. But ideally, the whole point of this part is just that we are giving ourselves something to focus on and something that we know that we can accomplish. And when we accomplish it, it is going to give us a sense of pride and the feeling of accomplishment. And it's hopefully going to help like just build that confidence and self-esteem back up. If you're still feeling a little stuck with figuring out a goal, then please feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at Jess Van Rose and I can help you brainstorm something. If you'd be interested in an episode where I share my daily or weekly routine and how I fit these things into my day, just let me know. That's what I have for you guys this week. I'm sorry if that was a little bit of a shorter episode. My throat is feeling a little scratchy, which you can probably hear right now. But I hope that you were able to take something away from that episode. And if you want me to expand on anything or explain anything further, then please just hop over to Instagram and send me a message. If you're enjoying the podcast, I would be so grateful if you would leave a rating and or a review. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you next week.